subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. But anytime you have a season that was disappointing, you want to make up for it. Certainly, we were disappointed. Our state was disappointed. I, I get it. Nobody was more disappointed in last year's season than myself and our players. But we got a chance to fix it. We're excited about what transpired since the end of the season. I'm going to include the bowl win. There's been a lot of positive change. Well, it's talking season, that's for sure. That's what Steve Spurrier used to call it. And in my mind, talking season officially begins with SEC Media Days. Over the last several years, they've pushed back the start so far into July that, you know, that's really when a lot of the talking, as the old ball coach used uh, used to call it, really begins. And it's going on right now. It's going on at SEC Media Days, and today is Arkansas's day. There are other people here, but we're paying attention to the Razorbacks, and that's where we begin on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Sam Pittman is here. You just heard his voice. K.J. Jefferson is here. Rocket Sanders, Landon Jackson. That's the Razorback contingent that is facing the SEC media today. It's the third in four days of SEC media days. Now, they've got to share the stage today with a guy named Saban. And uh, he'll command the lion's share of the attention, make no mistake. But our guys will represent too. I have no doubt about that. Now, I thought what we do today on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast is give you an opportunity to hear some of the extended comments that these guys are making today. And also kind of give you an idea, if you didn't get a chance to watch on the SEC Network today, what they said during that portion of the day. You know, they take them from room to room. They're there with the writers. They're there with the SEC Network. They're in the big room. They go to the radio people. They, they, they move them all over the, the place inside that hotel. But um, we're going to give you a chance to listen to Pittman in just a little bit. Later in the program, some comments from K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders and Landon Jackson. But for all of them, um, in, including the head coach, I think. Um, you know, today's a day when you kind of try to put your best foot forward, whether it's in the way you dress, whether it's in the way you greet people, whether it's in what you say, just how you carry yourself, all those things. Um, that's part of the package that you present at an event like this. I said on the podcast Monday that conferences, media days, have really turned into rallies, pep rallies for the conference. And the SEC is no different. Now, they put on a pretty good pep rally. Uh, And that's part of the show. And I think Arkansas will represent well in that regard. So, here's how we're going to begin. We're going to give you an opportunity to hear from Coach Pittman. And I'll come back and have some things to say on the backside. So, uh, here's the Razorback head coach as we get underway today. 
Hey, Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. You just mentioned the number of players you got out of the portal, a lot of them on defense. Yeah. And Brian Kelly was here saying when you get that many guys from the portal, you really don't know what you got. Uh, I, what gives you confidence that the, the guys you brought in are going to work and that defense will be better this season? Well, I think, first of all, the guys that we have on our team, I think, are better. You, you know, they've improved. They've improved their strength and their speed and those things. Some of those times we, we've seen in spring ball, you know, I think nine of them are not, you know, they're new, new. Those, I don't know, I'm not speaking for Coach, I, but I, I'm assuming that's what he's talking about a little bit more, the brand new ones that came in in June and those things. You really don't know. You, you don't have a clue. But for that part of it, you're looking for some depth. And, man, if somebody will come in and be able to start from that group, boy, you've really hit the jackpot. So I agree with Coach on that. How we're going to be better on defense, I, you know, I think we're going to be better on the D-line. And I think that's going to help us. We're going to be able to play a four-man front. I think we'll be a little more aggressive. Uh, we've always been trying to get man-to-man -man cover corners. And I think between Snacks and Nudie and Day-Day and Brad, Braxton and, and some of those guys, I think we're going to have an opportunity to play a little bit more man, which will allow us to be a little more aggressive and move that front. Moving the front helps you in the run game as much as it does in the pass game. And, and I think, well, we've got to do that a little bit more than what we have in the past. See, I like hearing him talk about competition. I think that's the cornerstone of every good team. You've got to have competition at every position. And it's got to be amongst good players. Arkansas's mined the portal, and they brought a lot of new guys in. And it does sound like there is competition at every position. Now, I'm going to wait until Friday to give my full synopsis, if you will, of what our guys had to say today, because I want to hear what everybody else has to say, too. Wraps up tomorrow. So we'll get into the, as they say, thoughtful analysis during the podcast on Friday. But I did want to mention competitiveness because I think that's important. And good teams have that. And Sam Pittman's never been one to mince words. He's not a blow smoke kind of guy. If he says he likes the competitiveness, I believe him. I don't think he's trying to talk anybody into it. That's a real important deal to me. And one of the things that I'll be watching when, when camp begins in August want to stop just for a second and tell you about my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You've heard me talk about them a lot. The housing market is, it's hard to figure out. I'll just put it that way. You can read a newspaper article and what's true in one area may not be true in another. You need a true real estate professional on your side, whether you're a buyer or a seller. That was my experience at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That's what I can speak to. I partnered with them to sell a home. I partnered with them to buy a home. Bought first, sold second. Both times. It was a different experience. And they walked me through each and every step. And all the questions that I had, they answered. They answered questions I didn't even know I had. And that's what you get when you work with a real estate pro. Now, they've got offices in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're servicing Missouri now in Branson. 
And you can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Besides the Razorback Nation, everybody else thought we was going to get our butt kicked. You didn't think we was going to, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, everybody, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking to lose a little weight, get that lake body ready, that river body, whatever body you're trying to get going this summer. You can do that with Factor, America's number one ready to eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast and it's quick and it's easy. Plus, no one has time to cook in the summer. We're off going on vacation, we're helping out with the kids. This, again, helps skip that trip to the grocery store, the prepping, the cleaning, all that in just one quick meal. It's fresh, it's never frozen, and it's ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and eat. And again, this is awesome premium ready-to-eat meals. 34-plus options. Listen to some of these. Bruschetta shrimp risotto. Green Goddess Chicken, Grilled Steakhouse Filet Mignon, and again, ready in just two minutes. So whether it's for lunch, you're just doing it on the go, or you're just trying to be calorie conscientious this summer, you can do it with Factor, plus 30 grams of protein each meal with each serving. Again, all these different flavor-packed options, keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, whatever you're looking for, you can do it with Factor. Plus, there's about 45-plus add-ons as well, including including breakfast items. Don't forget about that as well. 100% is what you're going to get with Factor. This July, take advantage and get order Factor two minutes, no less. Head to factormeals.com. Again, F-A-C-T-O-R meals.com and enter the code slash HTL50. Again, factormeals.com slash HTL50 and use that code HTL50 to get 50% off your order. Again, 50% off your order this July. That's again, HTL50. HTL 50, 50% off your meal for Factor. And again, that is August as well. You're going to get in both July and August 50% off. Just use the code HTL 50. Try Factor today. Again, factormeals.com slash HTL 50. Now, the game within the game for the players who appear at SEC Media Days are what they're wearing, what they look like, their clothes, their shoes, all that stuff. You can bet there's competition and a little ribbing going on back and forth between the players today. K.J. Jefferson is a guy who he likes clothes. He's been asked about that a lot today. I mean, he likes clothes. That's how he is and uh, likes to dress well. So that came up during the course of conversation today a lot of football stuff came up too i don't want to make it sound like it was just you know a bunch of you know verbal stuff that didn't matter but uh, talked a lot of football too and uh this was kj's he met the media today 
KJ, we talk about the impressive season you had next year. Tony Reese, WTVM out of Columbus, Georgia, man. Just kind of following your game for a while. Just really, what do you hope to improve on this season? Uh, just becoming a better passer, uh, stretching the ball down the field, you know, uh, playmakers the ball, letting them make plays, and also just owning the offense, uh, going up to the line of scrimmage, uh, checking out the plays, re the mic, stuff like that is going to help me prepare for the next level. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. KJ, how seriously did you consider ending your college football career after last season, and what were sort of the factors that led to you coming back to Arkansas for another year? Uh, the factors that led me coming back was uh, I didn't get to play in some of the uh, big SEC games due to injury, so I just wanted to come back and be able to give this state and my teammates another shot at being able to just go out there and help my teammates win and become uh, successful. Hey, KJ, several new transfer quarterbacks in the league this season. What's some advice you would give maybe a, a guy at your position who's, who's coming in playing the SEC for the first time? Uh, just, I mean, being able to get in, uh, establish a, a bond, a relationship with your coaching staff first, and then also just let their uh, their bond just trickle down to the players and the teammates just come in and just work and just grind. I mean, the main thing is you want to establish a relationship with each and every one of your receivers, each and every one of your teammates. So when y'all do take the field, y'all have that bond together. When adversity hits y'all, y'all don't separate. Y'all just come together as one. Billy Jones, KCU 88.1 uh, FM Columbia. KJ, obviously a change in offensive coordinator and really a change of system with Enos coming in. You talk us through a little bit what that offense is going to look like schematically and how you, saw, how you see yourself playing in it next year? Uh, this this system is very pro style. Uh, it's a lot slower than have we have we been in the previous years. Um, also, just being able to, in this offense, it's a lot on the quarterback. Uh, I have a lot more freedom to do different things, audible out of different plays and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's very, it's, it's fun to be in and also just a learning tool for me just for the next level. Okay, you mentioned earlier, uh, of course, a new offense coordinator coming in with uh, Dan Enos, and you said it's a more pro-style system. How have you acclimated this system in comparison to the Kendall Bryles offense last year? Uh, this system right here requires a lot uh, more film work and also just going out there and putting myself in a position, calling different plays and calling different formation when I'm, I'm the only person out there on the field, just getting into my mindset and just being able to be familiar with the plays and the formations and everything. And then also just having guys come in and run these certain different routes that we have that's new from a previous system that we had. KJ, kind of going off the, uh, oh, first of all, John Sokoloff with WCBI, kind of going off the, the Mississippi question there. I know Oxford, right down the road from you, you're going to have a chance to play them again this year. I mean, I mean what, did it, what was it like two years ago going back there to, to kind of play against them? And, and I know you're one and one against, uh, against Ole Miss, so what would it mean to go two and one and ultimately win the quote-unquote series against, uh, against the Rebels, your, your hometown team? I would mean a lot. I mean, just like you said, Oxford's right down the road for me so I kind of look at that as a homecoming for me just being able to come back and have a lot of my fans and friends and family come out and just be able to support me and just give me that edge and just being able to come out and support me but uh, also like you said the series just being able to try to come out victorious that game and just knowing that we won a series 2-1 like you said. Hey KJ, Jamal Kennedy, WSFA 12 Sports in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, this fall you guys will travel back to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Two years ago that was such a close game. Uh, what do you remember what do you remember about that atmosphere inside Brian Denny Stadium that Saturday? It was very fun. I mean, what college football is about. I mean, the atmosphere, uh, very chaotic, uh, very fun to play in, the environment, the atmosphere, and uh, also just being able to make sure my guys don't uh, just divide, just come together, and then just also just remember that this 
the game that we love to play, and it's, it's only a game, not letting the moment get too big for us. You know, the thing that strikes me when I watch and listen to KJ is how comfortable he is in the starring role now. You know, when KJ got here, and it's been a long time, you know, there was a lot of promise. Chad Moore is still, you know, had people thinking Arkansas might have picked the right guy. And he brought KJ in, and, you know, there was so much promise there and so much conversation. And then, you know, he got an opportunity to play, and then he became the starter. But it was a while. In fact, I would be less than candid if I said it wasn't a pretty good while, as we would say around here, uh, before he became comfortable in that leading role. And when I look at him now, I see someone who's very comfortable in his skin, I've said this before over the years, the most fascinating thing for me to watch, and I've had the privilege of watching a lot of them come through and go on to other things, the most fascinating thing to watch has always been the way these kids grow from the time they're 18 and they come in here as freshmen and the time they leave when they're 22 years old. And I'm saying that on average, 22 years old. Um, There's so much growth that goes on in a young person's life between that period and that's always been the most fascinating thing for me to watch and I've seen it with KJ Um, and that's the thing that I noticed today above and beyond all the football stuff because here's the deal you're going to have situations in ball games where your quarterback on a day where things have not gone well has got to step into that huddle and look into everybody's eyes and say men we're going 80 yards and we're going to win this game He may even need to throw a few expletives in there as he describes what they're about to do. And they've got to believe him. They've got to believe him. When they look back in his eyes, they've got to believe with all their heart that if they'll just do their job, that's going to happen. You have to have that command presence if you're going to be a great quarterback. I think K.J. has it now. Frankly, I didn't know if he had it a year or two ago. I'm certain that he does now. How many wins that adds up to, I don't know. How many points that leads to, I don't know. But I know you're better off with a guy like that than you are in a situation where your quarterback doesn't have that sort of feel for what's going on. Now, Rocket Sanders was one who spoke today as well. This is what Arkansas's outstanding running back had to say. I'd love, love to know your goals uh, for this season, things that you've been working on, elements of your game that, that you really want to improve uh, going into this year. Yeah, um, actually, I worked on, started working on my balance, just starting to be even more patient than what I am and letting everything develop and um, just being a leader, being a big leader and um, being able to talk to the offensive line so I can get the protection down so I can get out for a pass or whatnot. You, you mentioned taking on more of a leadership role uh, this season. What, what has that been like? Has the dynamic changed between you and the offensive line? Do, do you feel more confident speaking up and telling them where they need to be? Yeah, very comfortable. And I feel like the, um, the strength staff got us like that just by worrying about the little things. Yeah, Rocket, Courtney Mims, Pig Trail Nation. Sam talked about you bulking up a bit. Landon Jackson walked in here, and he's gained oh, yeah. like 50 pounds of great weight. What has been different for you guys this offseason, and credit to the new strength and conditioning coach, right? Yeah, been different was um, just the little things, like touching the line, you know what I mean, and um, just giving us things that if we late, you know what I mean, just preparing us to become men, and um, I feel like that's helped me as well as a leader. 
Rocket, one thing people may not know about you is you've got a, a young son that uh, that you're raising while playing college football. What kind of challenges does that present to you? And I, I know he's uh, from everyone I've talked to around you. He's the he's your pride and joy. Oh yeah, definitely my pride and joy. But um, I, I say time management, man. Whatever I put in on the field and off the field, you know, just giving back to him whenever I can. That can be a FaceTime call or whenever I go back home. Um, you know, it's, it's a different love, you know, a different feeling. You know, I can't imagine what it must be like for a young man to balance fatherhood. And it sounds like he's a he's an active father. Um, I can't imagine what that's like when you balance that with the demands of college football. Not to mention the fact that you're a student. You know, you're not just an athlete. You are a student slash athlete. And you're expected to excel at both. And then you got a small child running around. You don't sleep much. You know, you've got demands on your time, clearly beyond football. But he's been able to balance all that. So, you know, that takes a special individual to do that. I always, when I think about how great Rocket's been as a running back, and I'm sure will be this year, I always think back to the fact that, I mean, they brought him in as a wide receiver. I mean, he was signed as a wide receiver, and they were smart enough to make him a running back. So, um... Arkansas's got a great one, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he puts out on the field this year. And finally today, there was Landon Jackson. Arkansas mined him from the transfer portal a couple of years ago. And if you paid attention during spring practice, it seemed like every time Sam Pittman talked about the defense that day, talked about Landon Jackson. He was all over the field. Now, Coach Pittman said something that I had to play back and listen to a second time to make sure I heard this correctly. You know, Landon Jackson's put on a lot of weight, good weight. Not the kind of weight guys like I put on, but um, good kind of weight. I heard him say he was 236 at, you know, the end of the season last year. And now he's pushing 280. And it's the good kind of weight. Now, I went back and I looked at Arkansas's spring roster that had him listed at 270. This guy's projecting to be a really high NFL draft pick if he has a good year this year. He's 6'7", and somewhere in the neighborhood of 270, 280 pounds. That's an NFL prototype player when you talk about the physicalness of it all. And again, in spring practice, it didn't sound like they could block him at all. And looking for looking forward just to watching great things from him this year. Evan Camico, Pig Trail Nation. What's it like for you working with new defensive coordinator Travis Williams? Oh, he's a great guy. I love him. <laughs> I mean, every day we're going into meetings. He has a little DJ system set up in the uh, meeting room, and he has everybody crunk before practice, and the energy just flows into practice. And I, I honestly think he, his energy alone brings so much to our defense. So I really like working with him. What's it like playing for, for Sam Pittman? Mm-hmm. And where do you feel like you guys are at? Um, I know obviously wanting to had some momentum going and mm-hmm. a little bit of a roadblock last year. But where do you feel like you guys are, are at you know, program building wise? Well, first, I, I love playing for Sam Pittman. He's a genuine guy. What y'all see in the public, what y'all see at media days, stuff like that is how he is to us. I mean, he's, he's just an energetic, happy man. And, uh, I mean, he's walking around all day at practice, just chopping it up with different players, making conversation, and he always has a smile on his face. I think we're really stressing all the small details. 
Last year, there was, I want to say, it was three or four games that we lost by a combined, like, nine points. So those, little, those games where we're losing by two and three, we got to be able to capitalize and win those games. And I feel like that will make us a much better team. And Coach Souders, he's a, our new strength coach, came from Louisville. He really stresses all the little details. For our, like, workouts, he stresses us to be there not five minutes early, but earlier than five minutes. So say the workout's at 3 p.m. If you're there at 2.55, you're on the stair mat you're doing up down something like that so it's literally just all the little details we're really trying to perfect right now and I think he'll play into the season all in all pretty good showing from the Razorbacks today I enjoyed hearing from all of them I think it's important to us as our Kansans as Razorback fans in many cases U of A alum I think it's important to all of us that when these guys go into a setting like this they make us proud to be from Arkansas I've always thought that was important and they did that today and that's one of the things i like about this program i'm not self-righteous enough to say don't embarrass me because we've all done things over the course of our lives to embarrass ourselves and everyone around us too so i'm not going to say that the the litmus test should be don't embarrass me but i do think it's nice when they make us proud and these guys did that today. And so I think from that perspective, it was a smashing success. We'll see what happens as we move through the year. I do know if you go to the Bet Saracen app right now, you can get lines on all sorts of things, including the first week of college football. Can you believe that? Here we are in the middle of July. They always make it fun at the Bet Saracen app. That's why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Now, I know there are Vegas odds, but I also know if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are laws in our state that keep a lot of these national betting apps from operating in our state. So, if you're going to be the most informed, if you're going to be the most prepared, if you're going to have the most fun placing a wager on your favorite team, you need to download the Bet Saracen app. If you've not done so, there's a how-to-play video. It's very easy, and they'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. All right, there's one more day of SEC Media Days. Tomorrow, Ole Miss will be there. That means Lane Kiffin will be making an appearance. Shane Beamer in South Carolina will be represented. And Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers will bat cleanup of the 14 teams. There's been the announcement this week that next year it's going to be in Dallas. Texas and Oklahoma come into the league this year, and they're going to move SEC Media Days to Dallas for next year. They may move media days around a good bit. There's been talk this week about moving the football championship game. I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think they're going to utilize some of the major venues that they have out there, and Dallas certainly falls into that category. But at any rate, there will be a media poll tomorrow, and uh, they'll pick the Razorbacks somewhere in the middle of the pack in the West, if I'm guessing, and we'll all break it down on Friday. We'll be here on Friday. Hope you'll make plans to be here, too. Until then, thanks for listening. Give me a T. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs>
subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.